So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And if you can notice a little more energy in my voice, a little more bounce in my step, it's because I'm just excited to be recording. Uh, you know, I had a really cool conversation with a couple buddies last night, and uh, we were talking a little bit about our strengths and knowing our strengths and knowing our weaknesses as well. And I've really enjoyed building up a business and growing Deep Clean and growing this podcast and, you know, expanding our influence and being able to travel internationally for the work we're doing. And it's been really fun. But the thing that I love the most is this. It's the teaching. It's being able to provide actual value. And we were talking about this in the context of marketing, you know, because we do lots of marketing these days on Instagram, especially if you're not following me there. Uh, There's daily content. And I was talking about how, you know, I used to do lots of teaching on Instagram. And then all of my friends who were killing it on those platforms were telling me, bro, you don't teach. Uh, That's what you do in your programs. But people on Instagram aren't looking for really good teaching. Uh, Generally, they're just looking for, you know, the short little snippets and that kind of thing. And so I was just talking about how like, oh, I kind of hate that, you know, because I'm a teacher and I want to give you guys depth and substance. And I feel really limited in being able to do that on Instagram. And um, it's just, it it kind of renewed my sense of how much I love teaching. And uh, man, I'm just so grateful for you guys. You guys have made this podcast possible because the, you know, the reality is I could teach anywhere, uh, whether that's like, you know, at local churches, uh, I could, I could be writing a blog or something else, but you guys have just been so kind in your response. You've been so generous sharing the episodes and the content. And really, uh, we have you guys to thank for having a platform here where I can teach um, and and bring some value to you in the process, obviously. Um, that's why I love teaching so much. And so it's a cool win-win. And I don't know, I'm just happy to be in the saddle here uh, to hit record. So anyway, let me jump into today's content. We're talking about um, when processing emotions goes too far. Now, you guys will hear me say this a lot, but one of the things we have to be really careful about in this thing called life is the pendulum swing. Um, You know, in the same group of friends that I just referenced a little bit earlier, uh, one friend in particular, he's been on this big theology kick the last couple years. It's been really cool to see. He's always had faith, but the last couple years he has been like, he's like studying systematic theology and hermeneutics, and he's like just absorbing content at like a crazy rate and growing so much. But in the process, the the way he kind of landed there was because he was in a very... um, you know, a church that wasn't super strong on on theology uh, from his standpoint. And so he got frustrated. He started to uncover theology and he was like, this is amazing. And the pendulum swung, right? So he went from being like low on theology, uh, you know, a church that was a bit more emphatic on, um, I guess, the, the practicals or whatever you want to describe it, spiritual gifts, that kind of stuff. And so he swung the other way. It was like all theology, all theology, no room for the spiritual gifts or any of this stuff because that was kind of where the pendulum pendulum swung from. And he was just sharing about how, man, like I just read this book 
about you know the spiritual gifts but the theology was really good and it just got me super fired up and I realized like I just I went too far in that one direction you know and I feel like I found this really cool balanced approach where I'm honoring that season of my life where this the emphasis was more on spiritual giftings and kind of the more outward expressions of faith but now I have great theology to sort of back it up and and lay as a foundation and now I feel like I'm really solid and able to just like advance and that's the goal for us guys is like anytime you have an area of your life that is suppressed an area of your life that has been neglected an area of your life that has been ignored the goal is to is not to like come out of the gate and just swing all the way to the other side although that is human nature and there might be a tendency there and i mean i say like we shouldn't do it but to be honest that probably is what's going to happen to some extent but as long as we recognize what's going on, hopefully we can uh, not live in our folly for too long and we can find a happy middle ground where we're able to honor the parts uh, from from before and the newer things that we're learning and, and, you know, basically find a really healthy balance point. Now, all of this is to set the stage for uh, whether or not you can go too far processing your emotions. The answer is yes, absolutely. And we see this happen all the time because we have guys in our program who have had no permission to be emotional whatsoever to share emotions to express it and so they've been closed off and they've been repressed and you know for some guys the, the truth is there are some guys who are just not that emotional i would put myself in that category i'm not a super emotional person and it's it's not even like i've trained myself to just not be emotional I just my wiring's always been like that. I'm very left-brained. It's not that I'm, you know, like Spock, <laughs> like I have emotions, but they just really like they've never felt like I have to like stuff them. That being said, there are people out there a majority of guys are actually much more emotional than they would like to let themselves uh, or like to let the world know. And what they often experience is, you know, they listen to content like ours, they do our program, we teach them how to, you know, get in touch with their emotions, we give them permission just to emote, and then they they start emoting, and they find safe ways to do it, and they're like, oh my gosh, I never knew that I could share myself, like, so openly, and, and not be judged, and not be ridiculed, and not be shamed, like, it, it is such a liberating feeling and if you have been suppressing your emotions for 10, 20, 40 years and suddenly you can like just express yourself freely, like doesn't it make sense that the floodgates are going to come open a little bit and the pendulum is probably going to swing a little bit too far the other way? And this this does happen. Um, and, and this looks like um, oversharing. This looks like everything's an emotional issue. This looks like... Um, we start to prioritize our emotional needs over, uh, you know, regular social cues in a conversation, over uh, the, the regular conflict resolution abilities that we had before, but now they've been overruled by our, our emotion. Uh, sometimes when processing emotion goes too far, it means that everything becomes an emotional issue. You know, it's like, oh, wow, that girl's really attractive. Oh, my gosh, what oh man, I, I think I got some unprocessed emotions. And it's like, okay, let's just cool it. Like you you probably just had a physical attraction. You can just move on with your day. Like not everything has to be emotional. Um, and so th this is this is the stuff we want to guard against. Another really common one is um, that we, 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 every situation we're in, we tell this story about how, you know, oh man, it's just, 
I just grew up for like my whole life. Like I never could express myself free and like, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with sharing that story. But what I mean is people are like, hey, what did you have for lunch? Oh man, this lunch, oh, I had the most incredible lunch. And it's just been so amazing to like think about like how great lunch has been lately because like for the first 20 years of my life, I couldn't like express any emotion and now I can. And like, oh, I just, it's, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Obviously this is super dramatized, but like we just want to be careful that we are putting emotions in their rightful place. Now, here's what the middle ground looks like, okay? Here is where we are handling our emotions at an appropriate level. Emotions are lights on the dashboard. They are indicators of what is going on. And we are able to control our response to them. It doesn't mean that we move on as if they don't exist. It doesn't mean that we stuff them. It just means that we're able to identify emotions real time in the moment. We're able to evaluate what is required. And then we are then we're able to look at the logistics and say, how can I actually do this in a, in a healthy way? Like if you're at work and your boss has something really triggering to you, okay? And let's say it makes you really angry. Like that's what I mean by triggering. You know, it, it evokes this really strong emotion. So it makes you super angry, right? Well, if you feel angry and you feel like, you know, oh, like when you process anger, you need to like, you know, go work out. Like you need to do something physical. That's, that's what helps you get the anger out and start getting some clarity. Well, if you're in the middle of a shift, you may not be able to do that, right? So, so healthily processing these emotions, not going too far with this, is, is being able to say, oh man, that really upset me and I really need to process this. And if the situations don't allow for it, maybe you have meetings all day or your workplace is just not an environment where you can do that and you can't clock out early or, you know, in between a shift or whatever, then you actually do have to suppress it, right? Now, not suppress it as in we're never going back there, but you have to temporarily put that on pause, continue to complete your job in a professional manner, and then wait until you have an opportune moment to actually work through the emotion. And this is what the healthy middle ground looks like. Now, the, the important thing is, I, I used this word earlier and then I realized afterwards that was probably a mistake. The goal is not balance, okay? We, we're not trying to balance our emotions because the reality is you're going to have some seasons where you're very emotional and you have deeper, more intense emotions, maybe not even more intense emotions, but just emotions that are taking longer to process. And you're going to have other seasons where, you know, you're, of course, you're still like regularly paying attention to them, but there's just nothing major going on in that department of your life. This is the, the middle ground. It, it's the ebbs and the flows. But the point is always that our emotions are not controlling us. We are controlling them. So that means that we are giving them the, the space they need to process, to work through them, but we're doing it appropriately based on our stages of life and our situations. So this is, this is the key guys. We just, we, we want to, we want to validate our emotions. We want to process them, all of that. We just don't want to get so swept up in this new system or this new way of approaching things that we actually end up making emotions a bigger deal than they really are. So I hope that was helpful. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you got some value out of this, it would mean the world to me if you would share this with somebody that you think maybe could benefit from it as well. In the meantime, I wish you guys an incredible day. We'll talk soon. Much love. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. 
It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.